My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Basha here. Today we have a super exciting guest, the amazing Rick Locke. He is a self-confidence coach. Welcome to the show, Rick. Thank you so much for coming on. Well, good morning, Basha, and thank you for having me on the show today. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, share a little bit about what I'm up to and find out a little bit about yourself as well. It's a pleasure to have you. I think we're going to have some great conversation. Let's go ahead and let's start it off by going into your journey a little bit. Uh, that, that's one that I wrestle with, and I think it actually, for me, the place I'm putting the stake in the ground at is when my son was born in the, the mid-1980s. And nothing prepares one to become a parent. Like all of a sudden, overnight, literally, because he was born in the middle of the night, um, <clears throat> got a whole new set of responsibilities and excitement, and like, ah, didn't didn't know what I got myself into, and that put me into eventually the realm of being his advocate through the school system and learning learning how to language making a difference with people. So. Yeah, that's kind of where the journey began. And serial entrepreneur is the way I would identify myself as well. Working at a variety of startup companies as a software developer, software engineer, and eventually transitioning out of that, out of that field and into, I'm currently own a couple, couple different companies. One is an investment advisor company, another is an insurance brokerage. And in 2021, started a success coaching company called Little Grass Shack Coaching. There's a whole story behind the name Little Grass Shack. But. And so I work with people and their, their, for lack of a better term, their mindset. Um, regardless of who you are, you've experienced some self-doubt, like, oh, I want to do that. Oh, but I could never, right? Right after you say, I want, just begin to listen to what the voice inside of your head says. And that's the area that I go to work in. What helps you narrow down into that specific area? So in my training and development, I participated in a program at Landmark Education called the Landmark Forum. Oh, my dad actually did that. Yeah. Sorry, keep it's, going. <laughs> it, it's good. It's, it's quite a curriculum. And it was the, the, the turning point. It really was the turning point where learning to see life newly and realize that there's all these things that I don't know about myself or I don't know about other people. And I was a program leader with Landmark Education for about eight years. And from there went on to start learning neuro-linguistic programming, which is, as it says, neuro-linguistics. The version that I'm enjoying at this point is the conversations we have with ourselves and the impact that it has on our body. Um, the, the mind is all powerful and almighty. And if you're walking around propping yourself up or propping others up, your body has a much better experience of life. If you're walking around finding fault, 
or as we talked about moments ago, doubt. If you have doubt about your skill set, then that's what your body starts producing and starts producing things that hold you back. Yeah, those limiting beliefs and those doubts manifest health issues. And I'm not a doctor, so I can't say I can. I'm clear I'm not in the world of curing people. I'm in the world of coaching people. And Mm -hmm. from there, they figure out themselves what is it that makes them healthier or unhealthy. What was the most powerful? Yeah. Sorry. What was the most powerful thing that you took out of the landmark forum that you now implement in your coaching? Very good. Um, there's a conversation on Sunday night. I won't spoil it for your listeners, or but there's a conversation on Sunday night that really knocks it out of the park about being at choice in the world being responsible for yourself and your life and that really is a a key cornerstone for living my life going forward you ever hear the the phrase reasons are results Mm -hmm. some people have reasons they don't have the results Um, and if if that's where you're at then you haven't gotten quite yet the distinction responsibility for one's life and it's really empowering once once you clearly get it but that that that's the the cornerstone conversation that i got out of the landmark forum very interesting i would love to know so why do people call you the amazing rick ah yeah and it, thank you for asking that because it's not something i bestowed upon myself it's something that my clients and my friends said rick that was amazing. You are amazing. Like, oh. So it's one of those things like, oh, the amazing Rick. And um, yeah, so it feels a little like, oh, this guy really thinks he's got a load of himself. It's like, no, <laughs> I, I guarantee you hang out with me for a few hours and you'll you'll figure out. It's not something that uh, came my way by my own creation. It's well, I guess going back to that responsibility conversation, who is Rick being in the world? That's very landmark lang- lingo, lingo-y, language-like. But who is Rick being in the world? How do I interact with people? I elevate people out. And by elevating people, they have the experience of being amazing themselves. Um, somebody meet somebody new and they ask, how are you doing that classic question? So Rick, how are you doing? Well, I'm almost as amazing as Basha, almost. I'm drafting behind you and I'm trying to catch up and I'll get there someday, right? Mm-hmm. And in that moment, they have a, have a new experience of themselves. So did I answer your question? I believe so. What was the first time that somebody called you this? What did you do or what did you say that prompted that kind of a reaction? It would have been a few years ago. And most likely the the person that pops into my mind is uh, Steve. And he and I were working together 
basically in the investment area, working with people and their retirement assets and how to have conversations with people and leave people empowered. And I actually had created a, what I would call a communication tool, how to ferret out where is Rick in, in his communication with this person and where is that person in their communication with themselves. And in creating that tool, uh, light bulbs went on. Um, so that's where it would have come from is my buddy, Steve. Rick, that's amazing. Rick, you're amazing. I'm like, okay. I'm sure I turned a little red, but uh, yeah, color shift is, is a phrase. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's cute though. When did you start coaching? Good question. Uh, in landmark education is the first place that I can clearly use the word coaching. Um, so that started around 2003, mm-hmm. 2004, for sure. Prior to that being uh, a mentor and managing people in the software development area. So and then going back to being a parent, when you're a parent, you're pretty much always coaching. If you're trying to trying to lead by pointing fingers and say, do it my way because I said to do it, you'll you lost. So yeah, good questions. Thank you. Thank you. So but when did you start coaching on your own? You know, you know, where you're not uh, coaching software developers. When did you start your own personal coaching business? Um so the coaching company was started in 2021. Mm-hmm. And I've been coaching and using neuro-linguistic programming and the landmark distinctions informally. Uh, I have a a standing phone call on Tuesdays that's been going on for at least 15 years where we are training and developing each other. Um, Coaching is a good term to use there. And then same thing, you, you bump into me out in the world I will always seek permission and guide you into something that you perhaps didn't see. So uh, officially for a company perspective, 2021. And as a human being coaching, been doing it a long time. And then when did you start the retirement business? That was... Training in 2005, licensed in 2006, and that's the insurance brokerage company, became a licensed investment advisor in 2007, working with some uh, as uh, prospecting for other companies. And in 2012, started our own investment advisor company called Onesta Wealth Management, which Mm -hmm. is a Italian for truth, honesty, and virtue. And I drop off the chastity part, but that's apparently another part of that definition. Mm-hmm. So what I'm getting at is I'd like to get a better understanding of how many years you've been in business and what you wish that you had known when you first started that you know now. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, there is no get rich quick. It's, it can be a slow methodical grind. Mm-hmm. Uh, find partners, 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 partners. Uh, The fellow that brought me into the business has been a tremendous asset. And 
at times there's a role reversal where I'm his mentor um, and he's got more knowledge. He's an amazing man. His name is Roy. He's been in the business well over 50 years and he's uh, forgotten more than I've learned. And I've learned a lot. Mm. So, yeah, I, um, yeah, I think I answered it. Yeah. Interesting. So partners, partners are important. Are there any other reasons why you believe that partners are important versus going solo? Well, if you choose to go solo, you get to market yourself. You get to reinvent the wheel. You get to uh, do all of your own scheduling, all of your own paperwork. It's all you. You're a solopreneur and there's 168 hours in a week. And how many of those hours do you actually get to um, take a deep breath, relax and be yourself? If you are um, a solopreneur, most likely you're grinding. Yeah. Working it, working it, working it, working it. And if you can locate somebody who's a either got your current customer or would be a tremendous value add, that takes me to the whole core values and your core values need to be in alignment as well. Um, having somebody who's got your back that you can divide the work amongst and get back to uh, living a reasonable lifestyle. Yeah. As we mentioned, Vasha, before getting on the recording part of this, um, I can literally work anywhere I have an internet connection. Literally anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so my in 2020, when the COVID hit, prior to that, I would drive to San... I live in Sacramento and I would drive to San Jose. That's a two-hour without traffic drive. And my clients would love that. And some of them demanded that. And when COVID hit, like, hmm, I, I, this kind of meeting right here, it's all Zoom-based. It's all virtual meetings with my clients. They've more than adapted to it. And it's a lifestyle that works. What keeps you motivated? I love it. Um, so I, I've created... The, the classic conversation is the vision for what do I want to do when I grow up, which uh, anyway, I'm, I'm a bit more grown up than a lot of folks out there. <laughs> How about this? From, from a high level, being a world-class philanthropist, doing everything I want and having an abundance in and of life. That's what keeps me motivated. Okay. What is your plan and focus for the rest of this year? Plan and focus for the rest of this year. I'm taking a week-long trip to a ranch in Texas to help facilitate narrowing my scope and focus. Hmm. The outcome from this um, brainstorming session will be uh, do I go out and start up a hedge fund? Do I go start up? Uh, I have a desire to create two entities side by side, a not-for-profit and a for-profit, where the not-for-profit works with the underserved people of the 
of the various communities, uh, said another way, homeless people. And those who want support and service, the nonprofit is there. And once they've gone through the training and development, they are now candidates to be employees of the for-profit company, where there's a product and service, they have pride of ownership, and it's, it's all about giving back. And the not-for-profit works in the space of neuro-linguistics, uh, mental and emotional release, healing those things that need to be healed. And yeah, I'm pretty excited about that opportunity. Something that it sounds, funds that. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds really cool. Where in Texas? Uh, about an hour and a half to two hours outside of Dallas. And that's about all I know. It's a, it's a, somebody's private ranch. Okay. It's going to hang out with between 10 and 15 people and mastermind about what each of us are looking to accomplish in the world and how we might go about accomplishing that. Very cool. Very cool. Do you have any plans for your coaching business or your retirement business as of right now? Or do you think you're just going to shift your focus a little bit just to focus on this profit or for-profit and non-for-profit organizations? Well, <clears throat> I am doing some marketing for the investment company mm -hmm. and for the coaching company i'm i'm looking really directly at leveraging my skill set one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching is very 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 fulfilling uh it also is a bit of a time sink yeah so taking my skills and leveraging it meaning creating some online curriculum or group training along those lines and my vision for that is actually what I would call a coaching cooperative, talking partnership, right? Uh, mm -hmm. If I'm marketing and you're marketing and she's marketing and he's marketing, there's a lot of redundancy. And by pooling those resources and creating a coaching cooperative minimizes that and makes it a much more efficient system. So that's another iron to sort out in Texas. Interesting. Very interesting. What would you say is your biggest challenge as of today? Figuring out what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> um, it seems like you already know. Well, I have a few ideas and, and the ideal outcome from these various activities would be that I'm quote unquote working one or two days a week and the rest of the week I'm fulfilling on being a world-class philanthropist and making a difference with each and every person that I meet interact with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have any words of encouragement to anybody who is listening? Yes. If you haven't read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, without a doubt, it's the top number one book that you need to go read and pay close attention to chapter three. The last paragraph in chapter three or step three is that auto-suggestion is the most important step in his 13 steps to riches. And it is that conversation you have with yourself inside and out all day long and begin to notice that conversation. 
the mere act of noticing the conversation you have with yourself begins the transformation of those conversations. Do you have any questions for me? What is your area of expertise? Do you strictly doing podcasts or you have an area that you focus on? So I do podcasts Monday through Friday, but I have a photography business that I run on the weekends. Wow. Very nice. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. Cool. All right, Rick. Thank you so much for coming on. If anybody's looking to get in contact with you, what's the best way for them to find you? It's pretty simple. Theamazingrick.com. It's everything you ever wanted to know is right there. Ta-da. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Once again, thank you so much for coming on, Rick. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur and would like to come on the show, please visit top100interview.com. Bye. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.